And Yo, we're live and we're live and we're live. Welcome oh God, to the to the Diran Diran Cartel Show. Okay, guys, welcome to episode forty-four, and today I'm joined by Holly Hagen. What's going on, Holly? Oh, I'm brilliant. I mean, I'm a little bit bored actually in lockdown at the moment. Lockdown okay. three is a killer, but I think you've had it worse than most. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I've been I've been in this room for like two weeks, but you know what? I've been I've been crazy productive. And I guess that's why kind of you're here today as well, you know, kind of made this happen as well. And you know what, before anyone, before, before why people listen to this, I want to point out that I've took a lot of shots at you. <laughs> I've took, I've took a lot of shots at you, Holly. And you know, well, and it takes a lot for someone to kind of face me in that sense. And yeah. I, I just want to say like, mad respect for that and i want everyone to know that as well because i reckon there'll be some people that jump on this and be like dear what the fuck are you doing you know yeah but I, but I want them to hear this out because i feel like you're possibly the first of many that could flip this around 100 and to be honest the grief that i got was well deserved and had i have not been called out for the shit that i was promoting I probably wouldn't have thought any different of it because there was actually a point where people were promoting all of this shit and nobody said a thing because it was so normal. Yeah. And it was only until people like you started calling it out that people like me started thinking, <laughs> yeah. okay, maybe, yeah. maybe this isn't okay. Maybe this is wrong. Yeah. Um, but you're the one who's educated and I was the one who wasn't. And yeah. I think this whole thing is about education. 100 I'm so glad you said that. That, <laughs> that honestly makes me so happy because you've got you've got a powerful influence on not just you've got a lot you've got you got a powerful influence on a lot of young women which is and oh, I know, and I know like you same as me did you struggle with your weight when you were younger? Since yeah yeah I remember the exact time I felt like I was fat I can pinpoint it to being 10 years old yeah. and I was, um, so I think, yes, yeah, so we were 10 years old and my friend at school, we both had the same skirt on, it was on clothes day. And she was yeah. like, oh, what size is your skirt? Mine's, a, mine's at age 10. And I was like, oh, mine's age 13. She was like, let me, let me have a look. So she literally got the back of my thing and she was like, oh my God, you're in a 13, that's so big. Oh. And I was like, <laughs> and from that day on, I honestly think I've been on a diet. But, but you know what like kids kids are so brutally honest it's painful you know oh my God. and she won't remember that moment like she that will just have been a passing thing in her mind but to me that has stuck throughout my entire life I, I've had like and the thing is and one of the reasons why like I get passionate about this and like some of my friends are passionate about this is I've been in that same situation as well. I remember like being young and a kid making a comment. And I remember like, I've still to this day got this habit where I'll, I'll grab my stomach sometimes without realizing. I'll, I'll grab my stomach. I'm, I'm in like Sainsbury's in the sweet section. And I'm like, mm, I'm looking at it and I'm like, why is my hand on my stomach? I'm like, how, why is this, why is this even happening? And it's crazy because it, it, it's kind of dangerous. And then initially like the initial stuff that you were promoting before and still a lot of people are, it, it doesn't teach people the actual solution, right? But no. I, I want to I ask you a question. Go on. When you first saw my face, did you not want to punch it? 
I'll bet you. I'll bet. I'll bet you did. I bet you did. I bet you thought. What What was the initial thing when you saw like when I when I took shots? Were you like this prick? Or I don't mind. You can. By the way, listen. I'm not. I don't get offended or anything. Just be as open as whatever. Yeah. No. Do you know what? I think my initial thought was just sheer fear because. Okay. When when all this stuff happened and when it blew up, because I'd promoted these products for a long time without anyone saying anything. Yeah. So when this actually fully blew up and I had every single fitness professional in the DMs calling me every name under the really? sun. And I mean, they weren't as kind as you were. They weren't <laughs> as kind as you. you. Like you were actually probably one of the kinder ones. So I'm just like, oh my God. And you do feel like you're being targeted. You do feel like you're being bullied. You do yeah. feel like that until you actually sit down and you think, right, okay, well, if everyone's saying this, maybe there is a problem. And then that's the point where you've got to think, right, I need to educate myself. And Google's free. Like a lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people will be in your inbox won't they yeah. be like, help me, help me. It's like yeah. Google fucking free yeah, like, yeah. Go google what's a calorie deficit go and fucking google it yeah <laughs> but you know yeah. what uh, again but this is i think and this is why like and i mention this a lot like all the information that we need with anything in the world whether it's fitness related financial whatever you can find it right you can find it find it but people i guess they're drawn to people that they trust right so people have been watching you on tv for years i remember watching you on tv when i was like me. I was I was like I watched it for like a couple seasons seven I was I think I was 17 or 18 I just remember I just remember you with red hair oh my god yeah that back in the day <laughs> I, I remember that and I was like yeah I remember that and then I was like I guess people they're just drawn to who they know and they're like shit if this person's promoting this and maybe I can trust them and it's just a natural thing it's like it's just like seeing an ad that you would see on facebook or youtube all the time and then you kind of yeah. eventually subconsciously kind of get sucked in in a in a way do you know what i mean and, i think well if they're using it and they're promoting it then it must work because that's somebody who you like who you admire who you yeah. see all the time like you don't think that there's going to be anything sinister behind it yeah. and at the same time i was pushing these products but i also believed them it oh really that. yeah i because you know okay right so i do say one of the slimming coffees whatever yeah yeah i do that for a week yeah. i step on the scales yeah. and i lose half the stone now you you know why i've lost half the stone yeah. because it's yeah. a week yeah, yeah i think i've lost seven pounds of fat <laughs> and i'm like yes this product actually works i'm going to tell my followers about it and get paid for it yeah there can't be much wrong in that it's the yeah. truth it works yeah. now i know yeah. once i start eating again yeah oh my god i put the weight back on i need to do that product again because that product worked yeah. without and then ending up in a cycle of these shitty products without actually realizing you've literally just shit out half a store <laughs> yeah. and you are half a store lighter because you've got no water in your body you're literally dehydrated that is it but you know what it, it i the fact that you said that you didn't actually know and I can, I can see you're genuine about it. I can see you're genuine about it. And I, I believe you. And at the end of the day, <laughs> how old are you, if you don't mind me asking? I'm 28. 28. We're the same age. 992, yeah? 992. Yeah, 992. I've been so, on TV for 10 years making every mistake in public. So okay. it's a lot. <laughs> so this is what I was going to say. I was like, you, like, okay, since you started TV, right? 
I was in fitness. I was working in the gym. Okay. So, and I can see number one, why you, you wouldn't know that, but number two, you're also young unless we all want to make money, right? We all kind of want, if not fame, you want to be recognized and known for something. So maybe you do certain things in a certain way, or you listen to people that you trust. It might be management agents or what, whatever it is. When, um, how does the whole process work? If you don't mind me asking, like, is it like Boombod hit you up and be like, hey, I'm going to give you 10 bags for this or I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. How does it work? You don't have to say so, the price. Like, yeah. you don't, I'll, yeah. I'll tell you around about it. I don't mind being honest. Um, All right, cool. So you have an agent usually and your agent will either actively seek work for you or um, companies will approach them. Yeah. So I, my management would be approached by these companies these weight loss companies he would take me we've got this a lot of the times it would just get booked in like you don't you don't even question it because it just comes in it gets booked in you do it that's it um so at this point i'm getting offered i think it was a a, a mid-range four figure sum which is is pretty it's a pretty good number so you do this you do this product you believe it works you promote it absolutely fine and nobody says anything so i did that a few times And then all of a sudden, a few little odd comments started coming through. So I started to question. And there was a point in my career. So I'd quit Geordie Shaw. And on Geordie Shaw, I was making five figures three times a year. I was making very good money. So when I I quit off my own back, I lost all of that money. And at this point, I had no passion for anything. I thought my passion was makeup. So I went into makeup. Yeah. I invested £30,000 into this company and I lost every single penny. So I'm at a point now where I am just doing anything I can to get the money in. My mum's boiler's broke. Who who needs to pay for it? I do. Okay. You know, these kind of situations. So it gets to a point where you are thinking more about your family than you are about what you're promoting on social media. And because you've done it before, yeah, yeah, yeah. there shouldn't be a problem. Yeah. But then one time, I was like, this will be the last time. I won't do it again. And this, and I posted it and it blew up. And I, in that split moment, I lost the trust of every single follower I had ever gained. Or at least that's how it felt to me. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, but I oh. am like, bottom of the pile, no no career anymore, yeah. everyone hates me, no one trusts me, I'm never going to be able to bring this back. So and okay. I deleted the photo, had yeah. to give them half the money back, but really? in the contract, yeah, they could still use my image. So this image is still circulating for years and years, and I couldn't get away from it. Really? Yeah. Fuck, that's shit. Yeah, that so even shit. though wanted to kind of try and turn it around I couldn't because this these photos are still circulating so at that point I was just thinking I'm still in pretty much the same position because I've had to give half the money back because I didn't stick to my terms yeah and I've basically I've done something really bad because now I'm sitting and I'm reading all these PTs tell me what I've done and I'm like do I want my daughter growing up in a world where she sees that these products are okay no I don't everything every single person said to me was right yeah you know what it's, it's so it's so good to hear that what was it like you know when because of like you were doing it there was a lot of other like maybe geordie shaw um, their only ways essex all of that stuff was there like ever like conversations between you guys 
and be like, are you doing it? Are you doing it? Should I do it? Should I do it? Like, was that, is that just a natural, was that happening? Yeah, that was happening. Um, there was a few times um, when people would message me saying, did you get a lot of grief for this? I said, honestly, it ruined my career. And if you choose to do that, you are probably going to ruin yours as well. Um, okay. So I did try and kind of warn people off from doing it. Yeah. But at the same time, at this point, I still didn't have the education yeah, to know okay. truly why it was wrong. Yeah. But I was trying to get people not to do it anymore. Yeah, you just got some signals. You were like, okay, I'm going to, there's something kind of not right. You're, <laughs> you're probably, I'm assuming you kind of might be even scared to even talk to a personal trainer, I guess, because of the shots we were, because of the shots we were firing, you know, because there's a part of me, you know, when I send something like that, right? And because I, I, I know, I know like that managers might push, managers might this, and again, do it for the greater good, right? Yeah. Which is why when I do it, I inbox, I'm like, listen, don't do this. And I always wait for like a reply. You replied and yeah. we, we spoke about it, which was cool. Yeah. Everyone else, not really. I remember um, Gaz. Uh, he does herbal. He does herbal life, innit? Well, he's been trying to push me to do herbal life for years. No, don't, please. Hey, Holly, oh, Holly, oh, oh, never. I would never okay, do that. All right, I'll help you business everything. Just don't do it. Never, because, never do that. Because I basically I took shots at Shmerbal Life, <laughs> right? And um, uh, when that happened. Oh, everyone was like, wait, have you seen this post? I'm like, I can't see it. What post are you talking about? I'm like, whose profile is this? I can't see it. Yeah. He's, al he's already blocked me. I haven't even, <laughs> I haven't even. <laughs> so, so no, maybe like, maybe again, I was like, okay, they're obviously these guys all talk like the Herbalife distributors up top. Tell yeah. them like, wait, block, block, block these people straight away ASAP. So you don't, um, so you don't get into, yeah, so they don't play around. Yeah, yeah. So what I was going to ask you is, you know, when you're like, all this TV stuff was happening, which would be like fucking amazing. You're going from being real young, you're earning decent money, you're on TV, doing what I'm assuming you love, right? What? Yeah. When all that's In happening, yeah, yeah. When all that's happening, do you not get like financial advice from people being like, Holly, okay, I think you should do this. I think this is going to be good for you. Or is it like more beneficial for them, for you to kind of fuck up? Do you know what I mean? So we got no financial advice. So you've got to think, I was 18 when I first went on TV. Yeah. I come from a family who's never been self-employed. So they've always worked for people. Okay. And for three years of Geordie Shaw, I thought I was employed by MTV. So I wasn't paying any tax. But thankfully, because MTV weren't paying us for the show at this time, we were doing it for Jaeger bombs and kebabs. It didn't really matter because I was earning fuck all anyway. Wait, hold on. You weren't getting yeah. paid? We were, we genuinely, you've got to think, 18 year old gets told they can go and live in a house yeah, for free. Sure. You get all your food, all your drinks, kebabs, everything paid for. We were like, hell yeah, let's go and do that. Listen, if you, want, if, you want, if you want kebabs, yeah, if you want kebabs, just come to me next time, innit? I'll some kebabs in London. <laughs> yeah, go and carry on. Yeah, go and carry on. So free everything. And that happened for three series. We didn't get paid a penny. So we actually had no money for a long time. And everyone thought we were rich. People think if you're on TV, you're rich. Yeah. And you're not. Yeah. yeah, people assume that. As soon as you have some following, when you do this, yeah. when you do that, they don't realise that when that starts to happen, 
you're getting a lot of stuff probably for free, but initially you're not probably making that. But I didn't actually know you weren't getting paid. So this now kind of tells me why you're probably in a state where you're like, okay, I need to bring some cash in. Like, yeah. I need to bring some, how am I going to utilize this? We were pre-Instagram. There was no Instagram when yeah, we first started. that's true. But the first thing I got sent was a free phone case. So I was like, oh my God, someone's sending me a free phone case and all I have to do is like post about it. And I couldn't believe someone wanted to send me a free phone case. Honestly, <laughs> this is a great phone um, but it was really hard for the girls in the beginning because the way that we made our money was through club appearances and the lads on club appearances would smash it. They loved it. Okay. The girls on club appearances would be touched. I, I would have my boobs grabbed. I would have my bum grabbed. I would be expected to do the things I did on Geordie Shaw. And uh. it was it was a really seedy, awful time but that was the yeah. single only way we could make money. Shit. So yeah. was it, was the money at least worth it when you were at the venue or was it like- um, I was, no, not really. I was, well, yeah, in a, in a, in a sense for an 18 year old, yeah. I was getting paid 250 pounds yeah. to go to a nightclub and be there for like two hours, get drunk, but I'd be on my own. So it was, it was really scary. I was really anxious. I was sometimes traveling from Scotland to London, doing PAs the next day. Like everything was all over the place. And at the same time, the boys were getting paid £1,000 for one PA, was where this, I was getting paid two fifty. Was this because they were bringing the girls in? Yes, exactly. Fuck. Okay. Okay. Listen, so this is why I wanted to have a conversation with someone like you, because yeah. at least I can have a better understanding of why it is. 100%. That, that is happening because you, like you said, you come from like a working class family. So you're going on TV, all this stuff happening. The, there's something there, but you don't know how to utilize it yet. And yeah. I guess companies are taking advantage of that going, Holly, listen, got five bags for you. Just do an Insta post because they're being it's smart. So they know. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. initially they were, what, Anytime there's a company like that now, they straight away they block me and my people straight away. And we I can't even see it sometimes when someone like sends something. So it's kind of yeah. like crazy. When you were doing like all that stuff, you said you were traveling alone or you wasn't with like everyone else? Yeah, so um, a lot of people had friends who didn't have jobs, but all of my friends worked nine to five jobs. Okay. So a lot of these club appearances, I would have to get on a train because I didn't drive at the time. So I'd get on a train um it'd be standard class usually weekends so there's a lot of stag do's there's a lot of hen do's and yeah. I would be set upon by these groups of people and it made me really really anxious um so even just to get to these places I was panicking I'd have panic attacks all the time and I'm thinking is this life actually worth it because at the minute I'm just feeling a little bit lost I have no passion Instagram wasn't a thing I'm getting touched up in nightclubs like is this really what I want out of life but I had nothing else I came from the call center I didn't have anything yeah and you were young so you can't yeah. you can't you, you missed out I guess you missed out on that element of growth where you're trying to figure out what you can do financially I guess it's great in yeah. one go but it's also quite very challenging like you said and 
Well, my growth was on TV. My growth's been in, in public for the past 10 years. And I think if you were to watch from then to now, like in quite a short space of time, you'd be like, whoa, that is not even the same girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, and also you got, let's be honest, negativity, negativity gets more attention than positivity, right? Yeah. So as soon as they, as soon as someone fires shots, it's like, boom, everyone else is like. Jumped on it. Yeah. And like so, a swarm of people. Did that, when all that was happening from, say, when you're doing bits with MTV and uh, when you were posting all that stuff, did you have anxiety as a kid or was it, did that like form later on? Do, do, do you have anxiety, by the way? I don't know. Um, so, I, I mean, now I get a slight bit of social anxiety just because like, you know, people do stare sometimes, but it's, it's loads better now. My yeah. anxiety in the beginning was horrendous. Um, and there was a point where I was having like seven, eight, nine panic attacks a day. I was canceling jobs because I just couldn't even face getting to the train station by myself. Um, I didn't leave the house alone at one point for about two years. Um, what? And this is why I know. This is why I'm so, so grateful for my best friend, Tom. I don't know if you've ever seen him on anything, but my best friend, Tom, was there through absolutely everything. If I'd go and get my nails done, he would come with me and sit there for an hour in the nail shop. Yeah. Like he was there and I probably wouldn't have left the house without him. Was it because you were anxious that someone might see you and recognize you or was it a matter of someone might say something or was it just you maybe being paranoid? I, I, David, people it? would throw things at me in the street. What? People would shout things at me. They would throw things at me. I've been shopping in Primark and people are throwing shoes at me and they're laughing and they're thinking it. So even when I see a group of like 13 year olds, I would be terrified because they're the worst kind. They're vicious. Oh. Little vicious kids chasing me around town centres while I'm just trying to do a bit of shopping. Honestly, it it made me really bad at, at, at one point. But then people will turn around and say, "That's what you chose. You chose this life." Yeah. And it, it, I didn't. I didn't know any of that at the time because we were one of the first reality TV shows. But the truth is, like, no matter what level of struggle anyone has no one can really understand. Like, Unless you, you're in the shoes, yeah, no. Exactly, no, you won't. I can, I'll never understand how you felt. You would never understand how I felt. And yeah. when, people, when people say, you chose that life, that's an easy option for them to go, be fucking grateful, stop, stop whinging. <laughs> that's what it is, that's what it is. But really, they, they don't know that there's obviously an element of struggle, whether it's mental, physical, or whatever it is, there is that element of struggle. When, when did you feel like that, that after two years of that, how old were you when was that, when that was happening? Well, I was 18 and this probably started, I mean, it kind of started getting better when I was about 24. So that's still quite a long time. Yeah. Um, and I was in a really bad relationship with my ex. He made me feel horrendous about myself and I really did lose myself in that relationship. Okay. Yeah. Um, and that was all seen on TV, on Jolly Shaw and everything. So my my life was playing out horrendously and I was crying all the time and yeah and then when I was 24 I just turned around one day and I was like do you know what I am a good person and I am going to do everything that I possibly can to yeah. to know that and to be happy on my own 
and I wanted to be single for three years. I wanted to go and do everything. And then six months later, I found the love of my life, Jacob, who yeah. is a professional athlete. He's got a very um, strict lifestyle. He's yeah. got a very good lifestyle and he's had a very positive influence on me. Um, and it was at this point where I thought, you know what? For once in my life, I'm going to try and do this properly. So I signed up with um, Tyler Mullins at Real Life Health and Fitness. And he taught me everything that I know today. And he he genuinely changed my life. Sick. And for someone like yourself, you, you've struggled in the past. When you constantly worry about weight, it is on your shoulders every day, every minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I don't even think about it. And yeah. that weight has been lifted off my shoulders yeah. and I can eat whatever I want, whatever I want, as long yeah. as it's within my numbers. Yeah, 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 exactly. Is um, is your PT, is it a mixed race brother that I see with you? Yeah, 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 yeah. okay, okay, yeah. I see a few photos on your profile, yeah. That's good, that's wicked. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing, that's good, I'm glad. I'm glad you found that. When you said you're you're getting married, right? Yeah, this year. Congra hopefully. Congratulations. And 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 your and your guy's an athlete, you said footballer? Yeah, he plays football. Sick. And you know what? The mad thing is, I played, I played a lot from a young age, and that is something that kept me disciplined, right? And when you go into a relationship like that, did you feel like that discipline just naturally kind of comes across to you or? Yes. Yeah, so in the beginning, he will tell you, he was like, he could not believe my lifestyle. I would get a takeaway on a Wednesday and I would get a takeaway on a Sunday and he'd be like, what are you doing? And I'm like, <laughs> this is just normal life for me. Like everyone in my area, everyone who I was surrounded by, look, you are who you hang around with. Okay? Yeah, 100%. You are, you Whoever you surround yourself with, you become. So if I'm surrounded by people who are eating takeaways every day, that's, that's what you're going to do. Mm. When I started getting with him and he was like, why don't you go to the gym? Why don't you try and do this? Why don't you try and do it the healthy way? Because I actually was bulimic for about five years as well. I used to make myself sick. Oh, um, okay. And this shit. was, until, yeah, really, I know, deep, deep shit now. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Which I didn't think there was anything wrong with it. And I met him and he was like, no, no, you can't be doing that. And I was like, why? And he was like, that's really bad. You can't eat something and make yourself sick. Like that's the, it, it, it baffled him. He'd never, never understood it. Yeah. And from that moment, I just stopped doing it. I was like, oh, good. okay, it's good. wrong. Good, because- And from then, four years on, I'm, yeah, I'm good. Because for him, he's, he's an athlete. He eats well and he trains hard, right? So- that's yeah. not that's Everything not life. yeah exactly did you um so when you started he influenced you to do that right i guess to be a little bit more disciplined and everything and as soon as you started when you signed up to the gym did you um was it just like an instant thing of what was the most beneficial thing other than like say the losing the weight was it mentally feeling good or what was it so what we, what he changed my mindset in was that I went in there and I was like, I want to lose X amount of weight. And he was like, right, why don't we change it to fitness goals? Why don't we say, because I couldn't even do a press up, like a proper grown man's press up. I couldn't do that. Yeah. Um, I was like, right, well, I want to be able to do 10 press ups. I want to squat X amount of weight. And instead of focusing on the weight goal, which I'd always focused on, I started focusing on the fitness. He had me eating five meals a day. 
I was so full. I couldn't believe I could actually eat this much food. I genuinely couldn't. And every single, every week I dropped a pound. Now, usually if I'd have lost a pound, I'd have been like, that's so shit. That's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. But seven weeks later, I'd lost half a stone. Yeah. And then 14 weeks later, I'd lost maybe 10 pounds. And there were some weeks when the scales didn't change, but I kept going. And it's not consistent. It's never linear. It's never in a straight line. Yeah. And I never lost more than one pound a week, which people would usually class as not very good. Yeah. But here I am now, 28 pound lighter, yeah. still eating everything that I want. And I don't even really focus on the scales anymore. It's just focusing on fitness and how I feel. I'm so glad that you said that. And I feel like... I mean, for example, like say, how, like you, how many seasons would there be in a year when you were on, when you were doing Geordie Shore? Was it like two, three, or? Uh, so I quit in series thirteen, yeah, and I went back for one in sixteen. So um, they was they were, were probably at least one or two a year. Okay, so like you're going from TV, uh, being on TV, then I'm assuming you're getting loads of PR stuff happening right and then you get another announcement uh guys you gotta get ready two weeks later we're doing another mm -hmm. show and you're thinking how am i gonna lose 10 pounds in two weeks so so it's building this habit and i don't know what the was there like pressure from tv to you to look a certain way or did you feel no. it there was never pressure from the producers or anything like that because when i was first hired i mean i definitely wasn't hired on my looks put it that way I was hired because I was crazy and wild and whatever um but the pressure came from social media now okay. the amount of I, I was there the very early days of Twitter and there was no such thing as an internet troll that word didn't exist yeah. um and all I would hear is fat slag fat slag fat slag so I thought do you know what I can take the slag but if if people are calling me fat maybe if I'm thin They'll stop calling me. They'll stop yeah. calling me name. Yeah. So I got thin, and guess what? They still called me. They found something yeah. else to say. Because the problem was never with me. I was yeah. never the problem. It's them. Yeah, of course. You can't. You can't. You can't get to. You can't take your mind to that level. Do you know what I mean? And you know what? I've I've been sucked into a few feeds by accident where I'm reading stuff about me, and I'm like, it's just a waste of energy, right? So I can't assume. The sort of shit that you were getting, Holly. Oh my God, it was bad. It was bad. And we actually did a TV show um, called Geordie Shaw, Their Story. And yeah. it, it basically went through my whole journey of the trolling and everything like that. And it was brutal. I mean, there's a video on my page. I'll send you it after. And I did an IGTV. And it was um, a Facebook group of everyone from my area. Because, you know, Facebook's from yeah. your area, it's your school friends. Yeah, yeah, and it yeah. was everyone on there saying everything with their chests and calling me, oh, it's it's the most vile things. I'll send you the video and you can watch it. Um, but it, I have people, research. People that are local to you. Yes, people I knew, people I went to school with, my friend's dad, they were saying it with their chests, all of these negative things about me. And you, I think you'll be a bit shocked when you saw it because I resurfaced it 10 years later and it shook me up a little bit because I couldn't believe the level of shit that I had to go through in the beginning because I kind of blocked it out. But when you see that, I think you'll understand how difficult it actually was in the beginning. Was, was like, did you, did you like retaliate at a time? 
You didn't. You didn't. I, just, I, I blocked everyone on Facebook. I came off Facebook for a year, so I didn't have to see it because it was that bad. So out of sight, out of mind, which thankfully I did because a lot of people wouldn't have done that. And it could have ended up in a very, very dangerous situation had I have at 18 sat and read all of those comments because believe me, they are some of the vilest things you will ever, ever see. But let me tell you something as well. You know, when we were 18, yeah. you, see, you see the whole mental health thing. It wasn't really a thing. No one spoke about it. No one spoke about it. Well, it was a thing, obviously, but no one spoke about it. Do you, do you no feel like, right? No, like, would you guys, for example, when you were doing all the shows and stuff, would you be, would you be having, not prep, but maybe someone coming up to you and being like, Holly, are you okay? <laughs> like, um, so we had um, every, every series we had a like a psycho psychologist meeting or whatever and we'd speak to the psych and we'd talk about what we were going through but I lied I didn't tell him anything okay. I'm not going to tell this person because I'm worried about my job I'm worried that if I say something to this psych that might make me look mentally unwell or that I'm incapable of this show I've just quit my job at the call center I have nothing to go back to so I didn't fully believe that I could trust them enough to give me the help that I maybe needed. So I lied and I said that everything was fine. And I did that for a lot of years until I was actually confident enough in my position in the show that I knew that they wouldn't replace me, that I knew that I was a big part of it and that I knew I could say, well, yes, okay, now I am struggling. But by the time that happened, it actually was too late. I see. I, can't, I still can't believe they didn't pay you guys. That's pretty crazy. I mean, I can't I imagine. I'm saying to you, you're quite shell-shocked at because I don't think you've ever heard anyone talk from this side no, of it. No, no, not, not from where you are right now and how much TV you've had. And I, and I know a lot of people are not going to know that they're listening to this. You know what I mean? So, which is why I'm like, that's pretty fucking crazy because when I'm thinking about it from a business standpoint, they would have monetized the fuck out of you guys. Like, you got, the show was everywhere. I remember I had friends in Australia everywhere everywhere and i'm thinking how these guys are known in australia this is pretty fucking crazy and now you're telling me that i'm thinking okay that's pretty fucking shit did you have anyone like countries around the world it was on like 62 countries so we had brazil we had canada we had literally everywhere and when it would start in a new country I would start getting grief in a different language. So I'd translate what they were saying and they were oh. slagging me off in a different language. And I'm like, oh my God, it's never going to end. Do you, um, I, I'm going to, I feel like I know the answer to this question, but I'm still going to oh. ask it. Do you regret any of it? Do you know what? I don't. And I'll tell you why I don't, because had it have not happened, it wouldn't have led me to this point that I'm at now. Yeah. And because of everything that happened, it actually made me see what I was doing wrong in myself, but it also led me to actually find the passion for helping people and to try, do you know what? The, the thing that actually ruined my career at one point has now become my strength because I can now sit there with girls every day who, you know, we have plans that we have people on now and stuff and they come to me and they ask me, about all these products and I am one of the people who I've done it all I've tried yeah. them all and give yeah. them 
through experience and knowledge about why they're bad, about how I've done them, about what happened to me and why they shouldn't follow in my footsteps. And a lot of people have signed up to do what we do now with our live subscriptions and things because they said that they've seen the journey, they've seen how I've come a full circle and they now trust in what I actually yeah. do. And that to me, when you actually messaged me, I think it was back in May, and when I posted that photo and I was talking about energy balance and whatever. Yeah. And that meant so much to me because to gain the trust of somebody like you and people in your industry, that's honestly like the biggest thing for me. Oh, good. I'm happy. I'm happy for you. I'm glad. I'm glad you made that flip. I mean, I actually, I was in, I was in, um, I was in Ibiza in June, I think June or May. And someone said you were there. And I was, I was like, there. And I was like, I was at WikiWoo. I was at WikiWoo having I a drink. Yeah, so I was I was there having a drink and someone said, Holly yeah. from... Yeah, we are probably there. Someone said, Holly from Geordie Shores. And I said, where? I said, where's the table? I'll go there and say hello. They were like, what? You've called her out? I'm like, yeah, I'll say hello. I don't care. Like, I'm not, I'm not out here to... Like, and I feel like sometimes when... I don't have an issue with confronting people, right? Because if I call someone out, I'll go and have a conversation with them. And majority yeah. of the time, anyone that is like that online, when they're face to face, it's like, you know what? I get you. I get you yeah. too. You know, yeah. that's what that's what usually happens. But I couldn't oh. catch you. I couldn't catch you. But I would have. I would have oh, definitely. That's such a shame because we would have had a brilliant conversation. I know. I think I would... it would have been. I'm glad we're getting to have it here, yeah, so yeah, that yeah. people can actually listen and, and hear your side and hear my side. And yeah. I think it's great. And I'd love for other people. I mean, it's hard for the people at the minute because they they're still in the midst of doing bad things. And yeah. I just want somebody to, like you said, you've gone out of your way and you've messaged them and offered your kind of services, which you don't have to do. Yeah, and again, you don't, and you didn't have to be here either. You know, again, which I appreciate, and I think it's going to be really good. But what? What are you doing now? You told me that you're qualified PT now, or no? No. So I, um, so in the in lockdown one, I decided yeah. to do a nutrition coaching course. Okay. So lockdown one, I passed that, loved it, learned a load of things. I mean, I learned a lot with my PT, but it's just kind of getting that knowledge locked down. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, lockdown two I decided I was going to start my level two exercise to music because yeah. I'm not going to lie to you I don't like exercise right okay. I hate I think cool. it's awful and yeah. I do it because it makes me feel good after but I don't enjoy doing it no. so I thought exercise to music I'm going to do that it's fun and it's something that I can add to our program um so now what I do is we've got a live subscription so it's basically like a gym at home so it's loads of classes you can do from the comfort of your home either yeah. live or after yeah um and we have a big facebook group loads of people in there supporting and what i hope to do is to be able to at some point add myself onto the timetable once i'm qualified so that yeah. i could do my classes yeah. and i hope to grow that and be able to show a fun side of exercise and also give people the knowledge of all the mistakes that i made and just telling them not to yeah. do it yeah, let, let, me, let me tell you something from like a personal training standpoint. All personal trainers, when they're qualified, they're pretty much, we're all saying the same thing, right? But the only difference is the way that I deliver compared to say someone else. I either deliver it in a way that gets more attention, therefore someone wants to like train with me or whatever, you know, or they get inspired by me. So the same thing's going to happen with you and you've got a huge audience. And as soon as you get qualified, even if you make mistakes along the way, 
which you which you will with trading wise and and you're and, you, and that's the only way you're going to learn anyway just go for it because as long as your intentions are good and now people know that they'll be like you know what it's fine it's, it's okay it will happen and that because that's the only way you're going to learn because i think initially i had the idea of she knows what she's doing bro this is a madness how are they getting away with this you know that's what i thought you know what i mean and do you feel like others because now it's pretty obvious they're all shit like the fads everyone's it's, it's yeah. pretty obvious now right we've gone through the stage now of everyone yeah. calling it out and if you're still actively doing it then you've either got to be really struggling with money and you need to do it yeah. or you genuinely don't care about other people okay so what was, what was i gonna say about it? i was gonna say is do you reckon now you're i'll say you're the first to openly talk about it do you feel like maybe some of the other celebs that are similar status as you are going to turn around and be like, well, she snaked us, fam. <laughs> <laughs> do you reckon they're going to do that? Or what do you reckon? I don't care. To yes. Be Good. I yes. Because <laughs> Good. I'm not nasty to anyone. There's people yeah. who I would have classed as friends previously who do still promote these things. But if I'm honest, nobody in my close circle does do anything like that. And a lot of them come to me and ask me for advice now. And a lot of them trust what I say, which is lovely. Um, but I actually don't give a fuck what people say because I know that the information I'm putting out now is correct. And if you don't like it, don't listen. Good. I'm, 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 I'm buzzing for you. That's really good. And what? where are you now? <laughs> where are you based now? Uh, so I'm in Bolton at the minute and I've actually just set myself up for an absolute hell of the next few weeks because I'm getting married in June, fingers crossed, in Ibiza. Yeah. Um, I, I saw a house on Right Move that I loved on yeah. Thursday. Yeah. I put an offering on Friday and it got accepted Friday evening. Oh, wicked. wicked, congratulations. I wasn't going to move for five years, so now I'm like, oh, uh -oh. <laughs> I've got okay. all this to plan. My fiance has now had to move away two and a half hours away for football. Yeah. I'm on my own, isolating, moving house, and planning a wedding. So okay. I've got a lot of stress in these next few weeks, actually. Okay, good, good. Well, well, you know what? At least you know with everything that you're doing, and it seems like I feel like everyone needs to go through an element of struggle to really kind of number one, embrace their life. Number two, like really enjoy their life and appreciate their life. And it's it sounds like you've kind of, you did that struggle phase quite a bit and now you're like really comfortable with like where you're at, am I right? A hundred percent, like I don't think about food, I don't think about my body, I'm happy where I am. I know you got a lot of stick actually for posting that picture of me. And people, Which one? I, I think it was a couple of months ago and you were just talking about the calorie deficit. Oh yeah, 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 I gave you the, yeah, 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 yeah. People saying, them abs, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah. I don't have abs. I yeah. have good lighting. I don't yeah. have abs, I have good lighting. And yeah. if you see me in real life, you won't see me with abs because I haven't yeah. got the correct lighting that's yeah. shining nicely yeah. on my picture. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But um, yeah, it was, it was it was nice to see you kind of defend the things that I was saying. And it's you are going to get stick probably for even having me on. But hopefully if people listen to the story and the journey, I don't expect everyone to believe me. I don't expect everyone to respect me, but yeah. I know my intentions are in the right place and that's all I care about. But 
honestly, if I got listen, I get a lot of stickers. I don't give a flying fuck because yeah. every time, every time I reply back. The problem is, if you're trying to troll a troll, good luck. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not. You've got a ticket, isn't it? It's not. It's not going to happen. You know what? It's been great having you on. Um, is, there anything, is there is there anything you'd like to say to anyone? Um, no, just thank you so much for having me on. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to tell my side. Um, and I can't wait to see some more videos from you. I feel like, how, mu how much longer have you got in lockdown now? I've got two days, uh, two days left and then I'm free in Sydney and it's going to be a madness when I'm in Sydney. So, so there's going to be fire content. I haven't had oxygen and fresh air in 13 <laughs> nights now, including the flight here. And, wow. today, and today the nurse saw me, right? And I got so excited seeing the nurse. I was like, shit, that's, it's another person. I wanted to like hug her. I was like, someone give me some affection. This is crazy. Oh but, uh, it's, gonna be, it's gonna be good. When when you're in London or if I come up to your end, I'll come and link you, we'll meet up in real life. Yeah, if you're ever in Bolton, messages, come train with us, it'd be brilliant. All right, wicked. Uh, thank you for coming on. And guys, make sure, I'm not gonna tell you where to find Holly. You know where to find her anyway. What I will <laughs> say is, um, hope you enjoyed the episode and gotta give her a big respect for coming on here and talking to me because most people well not she's the first one and no one i've offered this so many times and no one has ever came on so a big respect to you and thank you thank for coming you on. hopefully i won't be the last yes oh yeah and subscribe to the fucking channel everyone listening yeah take it easy peace